Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, it's Kells at KMGZ on Twitter, I'm back, this is Thanks for Asking Pels, Kells Podcast, so, what up, y'all, my day is all thrown off because, yo, I took a nap, I need, I need this break coming up, and, um, I didn't take any, um, days because the way we do it, like, it wasn't, we do, like, we get this day off, we get thing, we get, we get all the days I would have took off anyway, so I didn't take them, but, and Christmas the same way, but I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking I might tack some days on, um, the back end of Christmas house, or something, I, I gotta figure it out, like, I need, cause I just, I need a break, like, I'm so, not burnt out, cause I'm not, like, you know, I'm great, but I'm just, t- you know, if y'all follow, y'all know, like, I didn't take no break from the new job, etc., and everything with the pandemic. I just think I need a break, and I didn't I haven't been on a vacation since my birthday, and my birthday's pretty early in the summer. It's July fourth, and I don't know. I just you know with the it's hard to. I, I'm just I I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I need this break. So anyway, my whole the day kind of got messed up because I was going. To, I don't know if I'm able to do my Peloton. I usually do it before. I talked to y'all, but I took that nap, so now I'm on here to knock this out, and I still haven't eaten, and then tomorrow, I don't know, maybe it just might be a wrap for Peloton until Friday, um, it's a holiday, I don't know, we'll have to see, but I don't like, um, I don't like getting off my Peloton schedule, because, like, bruh, like, you know how when you don't be in the gym for a couple days, and you go back, and that that weight that you pushed up so easy last week feel like a house on you now, that's how Peloton is, like, you miss two days, and you get back on that bitch, and it be like, god damn, like, you ain't never rolled that shit ever, so, anyway, what's up, um, so let's get started, this is Thanksgiving edition, I don't know how long it's gonna be, um, but, so, I don't know, we'll see, so, Yours and Negritude is going out to the Eagles. Y'all know I got I dragged the Eagles on here, but you know the last couple I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, Coach Sirianni is doing much better. Um, I still don't know what it's going to be, but I think he's done enough to earn not getting fired this year for sure. We beat um, the Rams. Was it the Rams? Yes, the Rams. Right. I believe, oh no, what's that West Coast team we beat, maybe it is the Rams, it was either the Rams it wasn't the Chargers, it was I believe it was the Rams, I didn't get to see those West Coast games, that I don't get to see, but I did see the um, the Saints game which we won handily um, Jalen Hurts, I like he's my quarterback, I've been said I didn't think it was fair, I mean he was basically, he's basically a rookie this year, this is full first full season, I didn't understand like back, even, you know, even as I was slamming the Eagles, I was like, it ain't Jalen, I don't understand how people saying Jalen Hurts not the guy off two fucking games, with this new coach running this high school offense that's not suited to his talents, so anyway I think he's, um I like him, I think he's a good leader I think he's gonna be a good quarterback, he does you know, he does get, he does need to get the pocket passing down, but I think he will, I think he will, because I think he's a good leader, I think he doesn't quit, I think he knows what he needs to improve and wants to work on it, and like I said, this is basically his rookie year, what he played, 
it pulled him in what three four games last year so you know I, I like him a lot um and you know it, look the Eagles are doing better I believe we are five and five now or five we might still be we might still be four and five I can't recall but listen you know football season is long for a reason there's a reason that you know three and0 is a good start but there's a reason people don't get excited about the three and0 and the four and0 starts because you can have a terrible second half um and so we'll see um you know, listen, the NFC East is the Cowboys are in first place. Um, everybody else stinks. The, the Giants and the, the Redskins stink. Um, and we, you know, had stunk, but, you know, we're getting a little better. And we might, if we keep winning, you know, uh, look, any given Sunday. So, um, shout out to them. They played really good against the Saints. And, you know, Coach Sirianni, he's, he's, he's getting better. Um, yeah. So, let's let's go. Uh, what do I want to talk about first? Okay, let's let's knock this out because it's kind of like a um a repeat topic, but I want to talk about it again just cause. So I told y'all about passing the movie, right? And I don't know how many of y'all watched it. I know it did really well, um, streaming wise. It got good numbers. But what I want to say is, now I told y'all with Judas and the Black. What I want to say, this movie is excellent. This movie is excellent it is very good, it sneaks up on you, I told y'all last week, it's really not what you think, about what you think it's about, yes, it's adopted from the book Passing, but it takes a lot of liberties from that book, and it is really not the same, it's not a, it's not a, it's, it is an adaptation of the book, but not really, I'll, uh, so, I'll go into it, um, so I watched it the first time, right, Y'all know I love Tessa Thompson, that's my cinema option. Tessa Thompson is excellent. Both of them, her and Ruth Negga. <coughs> sorry. I gotta give y'all my fucking coughing, um, you know, disclaimer, cause we still doing that upper respiratory shit that I got going on. Although it's starting to clear out now. Not to be gross, but, you know when you got a, um, sinus or whatever infection, you can tell, like, when your mucus start being clear, so it's starting to come up clear, so it's clearing out. Um, so, um, Tessa Thompson is excellent in this movie, and I'm about to tell y'all why. So, if you haven't watched, it's, so it's not, it's, listen, I'm telling y'all right now, I think I said when Judas and the Black Messiah came out, I, I am an artsy movie person, right? I like, I like, you know, I'm the motherfucker that'll watch some shit for, like, cinematography and all that stuff, but this movie, it's levels, and I think I told y'all this before, but... I had stopped talking about it because I seen the discussion on it was like not really getting the movie. The discussion on it was like really basic. And I'm like, y'all, y'all are missing it. That's really, it's not about passing at all. That's really not what the movie is about. The passing is the vehicle for the story. And this is a spoiler alert, but it's been out for a long time. So, you know, the movie is not about, I said this before, Claire Ruth Negus character is the one, she's been passing for white, they were childhood friends, she's been passing for white, she comes back around to Harlem, um, well, no, they meet in Midtown, they recognize each other, she, they, she comes back to Harlem, she's passing as white, like, that's the main story that's adapted from the book, but that's not what the movie is about, the movie is not about Claire, and Claire's passing, and Ruth not passing, that's, it's about Ruth, I'm oh, sorry, Ruth, I keep calling her Ruth, because, <laughs> because Ruth negas. <laughs> Irene, Tessa Thompson's character is Irene, they call her Rini Ruth Negga's, um, character is Claire it's about Irene having a nervous breakdown, 
when Claire, who is passing, comes, runs into Irene, it shakes Irene's whole world. I told y'all the first time, it's a lot of passing going on. It's not the movie. Tessa Thompson said this in an interview, and it didn't really click for me until I've watched this movie three times now. I'm going to tell y'all why in a minute, but I've watched it, and it didn't really click for me what she was saying, but now I get it, she was like yeah, the movie is not necessarily she was like, it's called Passing, and it's adopted from the novel, but there's all kinds of different ways to pass, it's not necessarily about, you know, a black person passing as white, and it's true because when Claire comes to Irene, Rini Irene has a lot of shit going on with her, right, she has, she's not really happy in her marriage, she's not really, she's she's, you gotta remember, set in 1920, okay, they're black, they're in Harlem, there's a lot of, you know, constructs on black people back then, she's married to a black man, and I told y'all before, there's a lot of, like, there's some sexual, sex, um, gay shit in there, there's some, you know, she's kind of a desperate housewife in there, and I said, when I first, the first time I watched it, I was like, I'm not really sure, you has, I, I was like, I'm not even really sure if what we are seeing on the screen is what's actually going on, so that's why I was saying, I kind of stopped discussing the movie because people kept saying, oh, she was trying to steal Irene's husband, I'm like I don't really know if that's true I think the movie, I think the point of the movie is that Irene is having a breakdown, because Claire is upset her world, Claire has come and she's passing and she's living this other life and she's breaking all these rules and here goes Irene stuck in this like life and it's upsetting her and that's why she was kind of avoiding Claire and I've so when I when I watched it the second time I caught a lot of that because the first time I watched it I was like I'm not really sure if this if if I'm not really sure if this is what it's supposed what the plot is, like, I'm not, I don't think that the plot is, when I was watching it, cause I noticed little things, cause like I said, I'm an artsy person, like, I noticed little things, like, like, Irene or Rini would see a scene a certain way, like, they would show Irene's version of it, and then all of a sudden, the camera cut, and it would be a different version, and that's when I was like, are they trying, it was just given turn to the screw, it was given, it really, the movie really reminded me of Hitchcock, I'm a big Albert Hitchcock fan, I love almost everything Albert Hitchcock done, and if you have seen Albert Hitchcock, I'm gonna, it reminds me of two movies, and one's gonna make more sense than the other, but if you stick with me, you'll see what I'm saying, it reminded me a lot of Rear Window, with, um, who was in that, Jimmy Stewart, I forgot the lady that was in it, it's like a real famous uh, movie about um, this guy who's handicapped, and he's looking, he's, uh, confined to a wheelchair, and he's, like, spying on his neighbor with, uh, binoculars, and he's, like, thinking he sees all this, um, he thinks he's, he, he thinks he's seeing a murder, but, you know, he doesn't know, because he's just looking through the eyeglasses, I mean, the binoculars, and Psycho, the original Psycho, and that's gonna seem out of left field, because it's not a, passing is not a horror movie, but it reminds me of Psycho, and how, what is going, what we, Norman Bates is not as he appears, you know, if you remember the original, how it, how, how, when I say it reminds me of Psycho, it reminds me of Psycho, and how Psycho unveiled itself, right, we pull up, you know, Norman Bates seems like this regular guy, just, you know, nice guy, but we kind of, well, I mean, we know what's going, we know he's not, we know what's going on, but we don't really know how it's going to play out, and how it, how it, like, creepily plays out, that build that he did for Psycho, that's how passing is to me, because it, it kinda plays out in the same way, like, you want, like, because I heard people saying, like, oh, you know, what's, 
what what's wrong with Irene? What's wrong with Irene is Irene is having a nervous breakdown. And she's going into like these fugue states and, and it's, they keep showing, so when I watched it the second time I noticed they keep showing these scenes where you see her staring herself in the mirror or she's just staring off or she's just shaking, you know or, you know, it just, she just always has this pause. And there's this one scene the second time I watched it that I noticed that made, that, um and I'm going to discuss, you know, the, the ending in a minute, that's why I said spoiler alert, but I, I just want to the second time I watched it, that's when you really notice that it's, it's, that's when you really notice, if you did notice it the first time, what they're doing, because there's this one scene, there's a couple scenes actually where it's indicated that Irene's perception is not necessarily what is really going on, the main, the main one is when they're at the party and she's walking through and she's shaking and she drops the, the teapot because she, when she looks, she sees Claire and her, she, Irene thinks Claire and her husband are having some kind of thing. Um, even the first time I watched it, I wasn't, I, I knew Claire, I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know if they are, if, if that's just how they are, right? Um, cause her husband to me didn't seem necessarily, to, her husband wasn't giving me interest in Claire. Her husband was giving me being polite, this Irene friend, you know, I, I'm just gonna be polite, her husband wasn't really giving me trying to hit, right, so that's why I was like getting annoyed, and people kept saying that's what's going on, I was like, I don't really know, so then the second time, there's this, there's that scene, because when the, the, um, Negro League guy runs over to help her, when the camera cuts back, and the camera work, the camera work, the cinematography in this movie, ugh, excellent, because it's, it's so good that you don't even really notice what's going on unless you pay attention. So when it cuts back to, to, to what's going on, they're actually way further apart than Irene saw them. And there's a lot of scenes like that, that cues you in that there's another one when, um, Irene is coming down the steps and the husband and the kids are coming back in and you hear the kids say, where's Claire or Irene hears her son say, where's Claire? and they run up the steps, and I forgot what Irene says to him, but then again, there's like always a pause like the camera will show a pause, and you'll see Irene kind of pauses, the kid says something, and she kind of pauses and then they run up the steps and then the husband says don't worry about them, they're in a bad mood um, something, oh, one one of the kids called them a nigger and if you just see it really quickly, if you don't pay attention, you'll think that the little boy said, where's Claire? But when you, when they do that scene, I don't think the little boy said Claire at all. I think Irene imagined that. I think the little boy was upset because this scene doesn't fit otherwise. Like, if he's upset about being called a nigger, why would he be asking for Claire? And it's little scenes like that all the way to drop that kind of tunes you in that maybe things aren't exactly as Irene sees them, right? And so, when I watched it the second time, I noticed all of that stuff, and I was like, oh. So, the reason I watched it the third time is because, spoiler alert, the ending. I, the first time I saw it, my instinct, my instinct when I saw that was that Irene pushed her out the window. But the way the scene is filmed, it's kind of, it's filmed in a way to where it's like, did she, did she not, did she fall, did she jump, what happened, did the husband put, but when I watched it the third time, with all that, that I know now, Irene pushed her out the window, and the way I know, the way I know, I confirmed it, is because, number one, like I just said, oh, and by the way, there was an interview I saw recently, um, with Rebecca Hall, where she says that, where she's saying 
that um, things are not necessarily how Irene thinks they are. And I I was like, thank you, because that's what I thought. It's not it's not written in there. I, that's just the impression I was getting, and I think that's what they were going for. But if you don't really pick up on it, if you don't, if you think this movie is about Claire which it is not, and is Claire gonna get caught, and when she's gonna get caught, and what she gonna do when she gets caught, then you're gonna miss it, but that's not really, Claire is just the vehicle to show what's going on with Irene, right? And the reason that I know that Irene pushes Claire out of the window is, again, camera work, cinematography, this movie is done excellently. In the last scene, right before Claire's husband comes in, and there's another part of that I want to discuss too, but right before Claire's husband comes in, Claire's talking to the dark-skinned guy, right? You know, all, all parties, she's kind of talking to him. Um, and then her husband comes, and Claire gets up and moves towards the window. When the husband comes charging in, everybody at the party is focused on the husband. The only one who's not is Claire and, and Irene who are standing by the window. And then the guy that Irene, that Claire was just talking to, he's off to the side and he's looking at Claire and Irene. And so we see the scene where, um, Irene, we should see Irene put her hand out to, we don't know. Is she going to try to move her? She's trying to protect her. She's trying to get out the way. And then when Claire goes out the window, the camera cuts to the dude she was talking to, and the dude she was talking to is looking dead at Irene, dead at Irene and has the shock on his face. Like, yo, and the reason I know, the reason it's confirmed that Irene pushed her out the window is because when the camera cuts from his, so the first camera shot that we see is not the pull away, because Irene's standing there shocked, right, with her hand out, the first, the first camera cut is from his view, so we show his face, and then they cut back to his view of Irene, and Irene is looking at him, she's looking dead at him, and he's looking dead at her, she knows, so she sees that he saw her push her out the window, and then, again, the camera clicks, and then that's when we get the pull away, and the pull away is when everybody's, everybody, so everybody goes to run downstairs to check, and that's when we get the pull away, and it's kind of like, you know, Irene's kind of standing there shocked, and that's when you like, what happened, but the second before, she's looking dead at him, and it came, and I, and I paid attention, because even in that, it could still be like, alright, maybe they're just both in shot, but it's not, because, when she goes downstairs and she comes outside, she doesn't look at anybody. All the um, all the guests are kind of holding up except for him sitting on the curb by himself, and he's still on the curb, bugged out because he doesn't see her push her out the fucking window, and she doesn't look at anybody. She looks dead at him before she glances over at him. Before she looks at her husband. Before she looks at Claire splayed spread out in the driveway. Before she looks at the husband, she the um Claire's husband. She looks at him to kind of like okay, I, he saw me push, right, and then right, that's when the police come over, and she says, no, 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 it was an accident, Claire pushed, I mean, Irene pushed Claire out the window, that's what that scene was about, if you watched it, if you watch that scene again, you'll see, that that's what, it's easy to miss though, because it's for a split second, but I caught it, because I was looking, because I thought, my first instinct, when I, and shout out to Bassie, I told her this, because we was like, did she push her out, maybe she didn't push her out, and I was like, nah girl, she pushed her, I checked it, because that was my first instinct when I saw it, my first instinct, the first time I saw it, was that she pushed her out the window, I didn't know if it was on purpose or not, I still don't know if it's on purpose, maybe she was trying to move her, she was standing very close to the window, but I, that was my first instinct, so when you look at that scene again, that scene where she's looking, she, Irene is looking at dude like, 
you know what I mean, like, it's this look that she's giving her, because she, the look that she's giving him is like this look of recognition that he's seeing her push her out the window, right, um, the second thing I want to say about that scene, which I really like, and this is like uh, something that goes to what I talk about often, is like when I when I be telling y'all that you know your ancestors wasn't weak and as docile as you think, and things were handled all kind of ways back then that we didn't know about because people had to do what they had to do and shut their mouth and shut the fuck up, and that's why black people take that stand out my business so serious because during them Jim Crow days, listen, the law was not on our side, and white folks could do whatever the fuck they wanted to us, and y'all swear that everybody was just so docile and scared and never fought back, that it's not fucking true, people showed up missing all the time, people came up, you know, I don't know, Mr. Harvey went down there, we ain't never seen him, that's, again, that scene where he, where, her, where Claire's husband's come barging in there, I love it, and they all try to stop him, and um, right before he reaches Claire, the, uh, the, the, um, one that plays Claire's friend says, relax, says, careful, she says, careful, you're the only white man here, that's, I love that, because that goes to show, yo, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, all sweet and docile like y'all think, that man, I guarantee you, when that man went up to Harlem to fetch his nigger wife, he didn't tell nobody he was going to Harlem to get his wife who's pat, who, who he just found as a nigger, guarantee you, oh, and there's also a sidebar saying, do anybody think Irene actually told him, I don't think Irene told him, I don't think Irene contacted him at all, I think, um, he just saw Irene with the black lady on the street, figured it out, because, um, the reason why I don't think Irene told him is because that was part of Irene's breakdown, she was trying to hold it, that's, that's why I don't think Irene wanted her husband to tell her kids about the lynchings because it was upsetting it was upsetting this glass box that she had put herself in, it was break, it, it was breaking things through and I think that's why she was reacting like that to it, you could see she was she just could, she didn't want anything like that, it was gonna just upset, it was just gonna smash with a little bit of, you know whatever she was holding on to, that's what I think but anyway, back to what I was saying I love that scene because it shows like yo, he went uptown nobody, he, that would have been a situation where he would have just came up missing, wouldn't nobody I don't know, he walked, he left out here tonight we don't know where he went, we ain't never seen him again stuff like that happen all the time hogs eat anything, okay, your granny and them and your great granny and all, they had shotguns and shit like that for a reason, okay it's all kind of, listen, anybody, anybody can bury somebody in a, in a dam, anybody can throw somebody in a river, anybody can make somebody disappear, I'm just saying, I like that scene, I like that they added that, because that just showed, like, you know, that's what I be telling, man, even, you know, I'm gonna get into it more in a minute, but like, I can't stand y'all, like, disrespectful, ignorant ass kids, listen, your people did all kind of things that they got away with, you think for all them fucking years, these white people should know, people stood up, you just don't know about it, cause they weren't dummies and they weren't smart, you know, they were smart and they knew what you could and couldn't get away with, but listen it's a lot of shit you can do when when, when it's, it's, you know just cause the law say one thing the law can say what it want, but at some point you know, people gonna start, oh well fuck the law, cause the law ain't never worked out for us but I love that scene but passing shout it out, if you, if, if you like those kind of, and it ain't for everybody, I ain't gonna sit up if, again, if you, one of these boom, pow, pow movies you like, you know, but if you like, um, if you like um, well directed well acted, you know not necessarily what you th- what's, you know, gotta figure it out and things un- um, unveil themselves slowly passing is really good it's, it's really not about what you think it is alright, uh, I'll save that for those two for the last that too, 
Okay, actually, well, I can't sell all this for last. So, Adele. Adele's 30 has me in a chokehold. This album is so good. It is so good. It is an album where I don't skip anything. I skip around on it because I do like some songs better than others, but it is also a one that you can press play and just let it go. There's nothing, oh my god, it's so great. Adele, Odeme, Atkins, listen, this is my fit. So, 25 was great. I loved it. Um, 19 has always been my favorite because 19 is an album for Adele to have been 19 and who knows how old she was when she wrote that Adele be writing her fucking face off and for a 19 year old to be writing them songs like she did with them emotions and them listen I, that's that's an album for a 19 year old to put out I'm so sorry it really is like that shit is crazy so 19 is my is my favorite just because she's so young writing like that but 30 man, listen, this album is so good, it is such a good album it is so good it's got groove, it's like every song on there is amazing I love the little snippets where she be talking to us, Adele be talking to her son like that's her, like that's her girlfriend <laughs> she be telling him she be talking to him about serious shit, I mean I get it but it's just funny to me, because her son is like mad young, and she'd be like, yeah, so, you know, I just wanted to write this because, you know, I just, I'm feeling feelings today, and I just didn't want you to think that, you know, I just want you to know how I felt, and, you know, sometimes I feel that, she's just talking to him like, <laughs> like, that's like one of her friends, I just really cute, but, um, yeah, it's so good, and, um, you know, Adele, listen, I love the Oprah interview, and I love her, I like the way she communicates, I think she's, I think she's a cool person, but she just, like, the one thing that I do, I I love that she told Oprah that she doesn't feel, um, what did she say? Oh, she said she doesn't, she doesn't feel, um, I forgot the word she used, but Oprah asked her, did she feel something? And she said, no, she didn't feel that. She just felt a little um, guilty for um, choosing her happiness over, you know, this perfect, quote fingers, perfect family that she wanted to give her son that she never had. And you get that. You, I feel that through the album. Like, you can tell that she's, she feels, yeah, like a little guilty, like that she... It's not a, it's not a, like, she couldn't make it work, but you could tell that she feels guilty that it didn't work, right? Like, there's not a, um, she's not beating herself up, but you can just tell that she feels, she really, you know how you really try for something, you, like she said, she had the best intentions, like, you could tell she really put her all in it, really wanted it to work, was really hopeful that it would work, and, and then, like, it didn't, and so she feels, you know, guilty about that, but I just think that, I get it, I get all of that, but I think she's just like, even without like, all of that, you wanted it to give your son a bet, I, I understand everything you're saying, I, I totally understand that, I get that, I get that a lot, I totally get that, but I think even without that, like, I just think she outgrew the guy, you know what I'm saying, like, she was very young when she got married, like, she's 30, she's still only 30, which is incredibly young, and women mature a lot between 20 and 30, so I'm like, I just really think you outgrew him, girl, like, I get that there's all this added pressure, because you have a son, and you, you know, all these things that you wanted to give him, and you feel like you kind of let him down, but I, I don't, I think even if you didn't have the son, 
and you just, like, was with this dude, and just married this dude, I think you still would've just, I just think, it just sounds like you're outgrown him, I mean, she actually writes a song about it, called Woman Like Me, which is a fucking jam, oh my gosh, she strips that nigga naked in that fucking song, but, I just, you know, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure she's fine, like, I'm, I don't even know her, but I, from the interview, I, I feel like, I, I, under, I empathize with her a lot, from the interview, I get what she's saying, because I always said that too, I always said like, um, you know, when I was falling, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing the, the whole, and no, this is not disrespecting anybody, but I was always just said, I'm not, I, I wouldn't want to do that either, like, if I'm gonna have, if I'm gonna have a family, I'm gonna have a family, we're gonna be married, we're gonna have children, all my children gonna be by the same person, like, I'm not doing the baby, you know, the divorce, and I mean, not like anybody chooses to do that, like, things just don't work out, I get it, but I, I understood that sentiment, because I was the same way, I was like, I don't, I'm not, this shit y'all do now, where y'all got blended, fam- God bless y'all, if the families blend and all that, God bless y'all, but I just, I ain't, I don't wanna do that, <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, I want all my children, you know, I'm Courtney Kardashian, I want, <laughs> I want all my children, got the same baby daddy, got the same last name, I'm not doing none of that, outside kids, you know, I'm, I'm, just me, I'm not judging nobody, so I, I totally got what she was saying with that, I empathize with her a lot, but, I think that, you know, I just think she's carrying around a lot of guilt that might not, it might not be, it might not be so much that she, I don't think she should carry some of, you know, my opinion, I just, I think she should, I think some of it is not so much what she thinks it is so much, and it's more like you just outgrew him, and you may have done that regardless, because you were so young, so, but it comes through in this album, I think, I mean, I think she knows that, but I just, the Oprah interview and this album, you do kind of get that she feels bad about it. Even when she's talking to her son, you know, she feels, you can tell she feels bad about it, you know. And her son's just kind of like, it's so cute because he'll be like, yeah, I, she's like, I'm feeling kind of big emotions today. And her son's like, about what? <laughs> like, you know how kids are, kids? Listen, kids are more resilient than you think, and they don't, and you know, we tend to think that kids are gonna be crushed way more sometimes than they are, right, like, kids sometimes have some kind of, have insight that adults don't necessarily have, and she was like, well, you know, I just don't feel like I know what I'm doing, and he was like, at all? <laughs> he was just, like, looking at her like, what do you, what do you mean? It was, it, it was just funny, it's really cute, but, um, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Adele 30, I, ugh, it got me in a show code. Alright, I'm trying to figure out what I want to end on. Um, alright, so let's just go to Shaka Khan versus that stuff versus that stuff featuring Stephanie Mills. Um, so the versus was last Wednesday. Um, I was looking very forward to this versus. I thought it was gonna give us Earth Wind and Fire versus the Isley's excellence. Um Stephanie Mills, God bless, came out and did the damn thing. Shaka Khan was, I don't know what, so, listen, if you're familiar with Shaka Khan, it's hit or miss with Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan is a long history of substance issues, substance abuse, her shows be hit or miss, um, it was a run there, was really mostly miss, but, you know, lately, of as of late, she had been doing better, and so, you know, we didn't really, I didn't really expect, it's not, people like, y'all surprised, y'all, it's not about being surprised, yes, fans of Shaka Khan know that she's had these issues, and I told you, I met Shaka, I have a 
close family friend who was famous and long, long, long time ago when I was like way, I was like nine or ten, I can't remember how old met Chaka and it was just she was wild even back then, I'll just leave it at that yes, it's not that we were surprised yes, we know Shaka's history but lately she had been doing well and we really didn't expect that Shaka to show listen, Shaka was fucked up Shaka was toe down, I don't know if it was liquor I, don't, I tend to think it was liquor people was like, she on cocaine that's not cocaine, cocaine does not have you stumbling around, slurring like that, gla- eyes glazed that's not cocaine Like cocaine is, has, has you cocaine is a stimulant, okay, it makes you sweat, it makes you, uh, cocaine make it, that would have been a good ass show, if she was on cocaine, okay, it wasn't that, I think it was alcohol only because, as the night went on, they kept giving her water and the way she was stumbling around, it could have been oxy or, I don't know it was giving me alcohol because as the night went on, she started getting herself together, as like you tend to do, when maybe you've been, you know, you've been a little drunk, and you start to drink water, and you start to sweat it out a little bit, only reason I think it might not have been alcohol though, is because she was not sweating, Stephanie Mills was sweating, had her little sweat rag, Shaka kind of, you notice her face stayed bone dry, so maybe it was pills, but whatever it was, it was some kind of downer, it was not cocaine, cocaine would have been a good show, okay, um, the other, you know, Stephanie, God bless her, because Stephanie was doing her performance, she was doing her song, she was also making sure Shaka Khan ain't fall down, I mean that literally, Shaka Khan was about to fall down, okay, she was stripping, she was stumbling, she couldn't even find her way to the seat, when she found her way to the seat, she fell into the seat, it was a mess, it was a mess, I, you know, I, I was very uncomfortable at, at first, when she came out, she was fucked up, like, I was like, oh man, I didn't even want to see that, no, one thing, but this is how good Shaka Khan is, because she was towed down, but she, that voice was there, she was singing, she was hitting, you know, it was not, not a damn thing off key, she didn't know the words, and I don't know why, there was maybe because they thought she wouldn't know the words, but they were playing the tracks with her voice, and it made it kind of worse, because Shaka was a little behind, like, it, as fucked up as Shaka was, I still don't think they needed to play the track, because she was singing, she just was, like, either ahead or behind the track, so it just made it sound terrible, because you hear her over the track with her voice, it just made it sound worse, I was like, y'all could've took the voice out, it would've been just fine, we know, we all know what Shaka do, Shaka gonna be hollering, Shaka, Shaka ad-libs, so, she doesn't sing the song the same way every time, so to take the voice out would've been fine, nobody would've noticed, is what I'm trying to say, um, Stephanie Mills did all her hits, um, Shaka, actually, I didn't like the way, she played all the songs, but Shaka, sometimes artists that have a lot of hits like, uh, like have such deep, deep catalogs like a, like a Shaka Khan sometimes they overthink it, right and even though Shaka, Shaka has hits upon hits upon hits like, and he was like y'all thought um, Stephanie Mills ain't had a catalog listen, I love Stephanie Mills if Stephanie Mills has a catalog, she definitely does, but if Shaka wanted to play everything that Shaka could have played Stephanie doesn't yeah, she has a solid catalog, but Shaka has more and anybody who thinks that she don't is fucking fool. Shaka was making hits all the way up to like damn near the nineties. Okay, she's on the fucking Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. Nobody says Stephanie Mills. I was Stephanie Mills is one of my favorites. I knew every hit she was gonna play, every single one. But Shaka has way more. Her catalog is way deeper. And sometimes when they get deep catalogs like that, they overthink it. And I think Shaka did because a lot of the stuff she was playing early. Yes, they were hits that I liked, but like 
I feel, in other words, I feel like Shaka curated her, whoever curated Shaka's list was like, okay, we gonna do, we gonna put this song here, and then we gonna save the bigger songs for the end, for like the finale, like Stephanie Mills did, she stayed, she stayed home for her finale, makes sense Shaka though, don't really need to do that, Shaka has so many hits, she could Shaka could've started similar to the Isley Brothers, when you have that many hits, you could take a big hit and start, cause you got 20 other big hits you could play, right, she could've really started with Feel For You, she could've ended with, um, I'm Every Woman, she could've ended with, you know, um, um, fucking, what's my shit, um, um, damn, Hollywood, she could've ended with, um, Ain't Nobody, you know what I mean, like, Shaka has so many big hits that, but I feel like whoever did her list was like, alright, we gonna start slow, we gonna start with, you know, Ain't No, we gonna start, they put Tell Me Something Good, like, third, like, nigga, you could've started with Tell Me Something Good, you could've put Feel For You, you know what I mean, I just, so I feel like Shaka kinda, sometimes when you have the long hits like that, you over the, cause Stephanie, Stephanie gonna come with 20 bangers, cause she got 20, you know, that's her whole, she gonna throw her whole catalog at you, her whole catalog is excellent, so she gonna have 20 big hits, which is what she did, Chaka could've did the same thing, I feel like Chaka was trying to build, and you don't need to do that when you got them kind of hits, you build when it's like, you know, you got some stuff, but you know, you gotta, like, similar to when Eve and Trina went, their battle was so good, because they both just kept dropping big hits, right, you don't gotta, when you when you, all your shits was big you don't gotta curate it, just play your shit, you know what I mean, so I just I just feel like Shaka overthought a little bit I feel like she could've just ran, she could've just basically pulled up her play, like you know when you pull up Shaka Khan playlist, or even like Aretha Franklin, people that have hits like that you just pull it up and play it, you ain't gotta curate shit cause all them shits gonna be dope, so that's why I think Shaka, um besides the fact that she was toe up from the flow up, I just think it, it was kind of it kind of, it kind of, that kind of hurt her too, because early, because you already drunk, or whatever your problem was, you was already slurring, you was already not moving well, and then you playing these, like, like, kind of slow songs, I just feel like it wasn't necessary, that's all, that's all I'm saying, <coughs> um, but, you know, by the end, toward the end, Shaka was kind of starting to come out, she wasn't stumbling this much, she kept, this one thing she kept doing, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was making me chuckle, actually, <laughs> she was throw up, she would do a song, then she would bow, <laughs> every song, she would, that shit was killing me, I was like, Shaka, what are you doing, she would do the song, and she would bow, <laughs> that was just funny, I don't know, it was just funny to me, like, <laughs> um, but she started coming out of it, she stopped slurring a little bit, her eyes got a little clearer, they kept giving her the water, they changed her shoes, that helped her a lot, her manager came out, took them heels off, put them damn boots on her, and then she wasn't stumbling so much, and Stephanie didn't have to hold her so much, um, um, but yeah, it, uh, listen, it could've, I, it wasn't as enjoyable, it wasn't as enjoyable as it could've been, cause Shaka was towed up the, the half the time, but really, what really fucking ruined it, was this DJ battle, like, nigga, come on, man, like, I don't understand why, who, what's going on with Versus, it feel like it's very disjointed, I don't know if, if, if Swiss and Tim and them are not overseeing it no more, I'm not really sure what's going on, I'm not really sure who's making the choices, but like, my nigga, you have, if, you gotta, you gotta understand that people who are showing up to see Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills, that is a certain crowd, and I'm not even gonna say it's an auntie crowd, because it's not, there's a lot, like, there was a lot of white people in that audience because Shaka Khan has a very broad fan base, and um, 
Stephanie Mills probably does as well. It was not, it was a lot of gay, it was just, that was not an audience for a DJ battle. And and, and then, if you're gonna do a DJ battle, like, do an old school, no DJ battle. Like, they could have just had, it, they could have just bought a DJ there to play old school lounge records. That would have been better. Like, no, it's, nobody want all this old hippity hop and scratch and shit, like, what are you doing, this is not the crowd, number one, and we weren't prepared for that, like, you doing 3-6 Mafia Bone Thugs, put the DJ battle on that, like, who, th- what's going on here, it was like an hour of this shit, of this DJ battle, and they scratching and cutting, and both of them was terrible, and it wasn't even, I just, I didn't understand, nobody understood what was going on, even Missy was like, what the hell is this, like, y'all, like, this is not y'all could have had Steve Harvey out there telling jokes, like, have a committee, something, it was so, so that killed the mood, that just killed it, everybody was like, what are y'all doing, so then, and, and, then, you know, I guess they was trying to get Shocker together backstage, then they had another DJ battle with the women DJ, now that wasn't so bad, it it wasn't a DJ, they were playing more, they were playing more appropriate hits, and I think at that point, they were just trying to keep the crowd going so they could get shocked and fuck, uh, standing up straight and come out there so she wouldn't fall down, but by that point, we were just annoyed, because we just sat through two, three rounds of this dumbass DJ battle that had no, and they were like, text this for whatever, nigga, ain't nobody texting nothing, what are you talking about, get out of here, it was just, it was so, what, the, everybody was just like, what is this? I don't, I, I don't understand the decision, I don't understand who made that decision, let's put a hip-hop, hippity-hop, they scratching and what's going on? On the front of Shaka and Stephanie Mills? How is that getting us in the mood for what we about to see? It ain't make no sense. So, that really just, that, that really killed me more than anything. That really, so that, it was that going in the shock of stumbling out high as fuck, it just, it really kinda I don't wanna say it killed it, cause it was still good, but it just, it had the whole it just didn't start out on the right foot, and it kept going left from there, that's all I'm gonna say until, you know, Shaka kinda came back to herself a little bit, she brought her daughter out a little magic out there, for what I don't know, the lady's shirt was way too small, she's singing off to this, I don't understand what was going on then Stephanie Mills brought her son out, which God bless him, I'm not talking about the little boy, but he was developmentally disabled or something, it was awkward, I just didn't, I was like oh, please then Shaka kept going close to the front I was like, oh lord, if Shaka falls are they gonna cut, I was pretty sure they wasn't it was just a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. But it was it was it was good though. It ended it ended on a high note. Shaka was ready to go home. Stephanie Mills sang home. Shaka was like, let's go. Then they was like, Shaka, no, you got to sing your song. Shaka sang it and then was like, fuck that, let's go. So it was just it was it was alright. But it was kind of um it wasn't I I, I wanted the Isleys and, and, and Earth Wind and Fire and we didn't it didn't quite get that, but God bless Stephanie Mills, they should have gave Stephanie Mills two checks, because she was, you know, and if you know anything about Shaka, like, they, Shaka Khan is known for this, and they have been doing this for her for a long time, I told y'all, my family, for, I remember the, the event, I can't remember what event it was, it was this thing in Philly, and she, they were all appearing, she was singing, it was her, she, she was there, Shaka was there, and it was Patty, Shaka, who was the third person? it might have been Stephanie Mills, I don't think it was though, but it was another third person that they, I can't remember what the, what it was for, but, um, I just remember Patsy saying, oh, here she go, cause Shaka was 
you know, toe down again, and, um, I remember she was on the stage, and she was like, I put, she was cussing up, so I put my pants up, Chaka was, was tooted, and I, I just remember that, and then, then after we had, like, this little dinner, and she was, I was like, oh, wow, like, I, I just, that is one memory that is burned in my brain, so, they have been doing this for Shaka, they, meaning the other singers on her level have, have, Shaka's just known for this, she gonna be high, she might be high, she might be toe up, and they just used to doing what Stephanie Mills did, and God bless her for doing it, you know, God bless her, cause she was, you know, look, we both here, we both legends, Shaka Khan is an icon, no matter what, and we are going to be iconic on the stage, and that was just very classy of her, and it was very professional of her, and it was just very, I've been in this business for a long fucking time, and I'm a professional, and I rehearse, and I go to my sound check, and I do all my shit, and we, we, we know where our cues are at, and we know where we're supposed to stay, and we know where the beat's supposed to come, and we some professionals up here, and if I got the whole chocolate cause she don't, so she don't fall the fuck over so she can sing, that's just what the fuck I'm gonna do, cause we're not gonna be up here looking a mess, so God bless her, and class act. Alright, um, so, I'll save that for last, so, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, you know, I'm not, I got a lot to say about this, but then I kind of really don't, I'm not really shocked by it, um, what really got on my nerves though, first of all, you know, I was like, look, I hope these, I hope y'all black folks ain't about to, about, about to be out here riding over this white on white crime, this is, that was one case I was not going to concern myself with, not because I didn't understand what it was about, but, you know, and a lot of you niggas on the TL, y'all don't understand, why y'all trying to be stupid, what's you, them, them shit, it does affect us, because they was out there protesting, like, did y'all just arrive yesterday? This is, I don't think that verdict meant all of what y'all claiming to do. I understand that it was done at a Black Lives Matter protest, but I really don't think I, and I'm not saying that that context doesn't apply, I'm not saying that context wasn't there, but I'm saying y'all was doing a lot with it, um white people killing white people has, does never, ever, ever, ever think that white people killing white people has any effect on white people killing us, white people been killing us they gonna be killing us whether he would, even if he would have got convicted, they would still be killing us, that's not what that verdict was about, I don't really think that it was about what all y'all are saying, it was about, what that really was about was, number one, you had a judge who clearly was, should have recused himself and did not, so we already saw what it was going to do, he was doing all kind of, he was doing all the things that, that judges should not do, which is why they recuse themselves in the first place, um, that was the first thing, the second thing self-defense does not really work the way that trial was more about self-defense as a defense yes, I understand that he shot white people at a Black Lives Matter rally, that he came from out of state, all the stuff, I get it but all this, oh, this is just the voice to our allies that, you know, you can't, I don't, I don't think it was all of that, self-defense is a very, it's a, it's a, it's a very, listen, there's a reason why myself and others be telling women and people, black people, stop letting these motherfuckers run up on you and do you any kind of way and bop you upside your head and you ain't doing nothing, get a motherfucking gun, punch them, whatever you need to do, because self-defense 
works in ways that you don't, in, in a lot of ways, like, y'all motherfuckers watch too much TV, y'all watch too many movies, y'all give cops too much credit. People kill and shoot and beat people up all the time, and they don't get charged, and they don't get, nothing happens to them, because police say it's a self-defense situation because of the way self-defense works. Yeah, we've seen these big national cases where it didn't work out, but even in those cases, the facts don't really be what y'all think they do. Like the famous case that Kim um, Kardashian got um, the girl out of jail for, yes, that was a situation that was, that was you know, she was being trafficked in, in whatever case, but that's not self-defense. When you shoot somebody that's sleeping in a bed, or that's running away, or you shoot them in the back, or you fire an eight, nine warning shots before you shoot somebody, that's not self-defense, that's not how self-defense works, the key thing to self-defense is that in the moment that you pulled that trigger, you felt that your life was in danger, and that can be applied to a lot of circumstances, now I think that verdict was bullshit, because that we all know what happened, that kid took that rifle, went across state lines, and he wanted to make himself, like white people do, wanted to make himself the own, you know, the own police, which is like, that's why people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? How can it be self-defense? He started, you know, he started it and, and, and shot the people, but the way self-defense works is it's in the moment, and that's why when, you know, we tell people, y'all be on the tail, it's stupid, why y'all tell people, shoot people, you can go to jail, girl, people get shot every day, B, people get shot every day, and as long as you're not the dumbest one, again, as long as you're not shooting nobody in their back, and you say, look, he broke into my house, I ain't know what was going on, I shot him, you get off, because that is self-defense, police are lazy, y'all swear police is like these super, uh, FBI, NCIS, they're not, they're lazy, they want to close the case, they don't want to open murder on the case, they don't want, they want to close it out, and if they can say, okay, well look, the dude broke in, it's self-defense, they will, that, like I've told you, during Jim Crow, a lot of shit went down, okay, um, the guy that just, the black guy that just got off, because if somebody breaks in your house, you don't really have to do a whole lot of, you can shoot them, you ain't got to do a whole lot of who it is, and who isn't, and, and back off, and I'm warning you, a stop or I'll shoot, all this movie shit, you ain't got to do all that, they broke in your house, police gonna come, what happened, sir, he broke in my house, I shot him, okay, tell, like, it, people get shot all the time, self-defense is a very, um, thorough defense, does it work all the time no, because sometimes the circumstances are not something, I told you, my dad's best friend, he in jail doing triple life because he killed a guy that was trying to kill him he came back the next day and shot him and claimed something, that's not self defense sir you weren't, at the time your life was not in imminent danger life has to be in imminent danger most states in the union where that fact pattern would have presented itself, that in that Kyle Rittenhouse case, New York being one of them that nigga would have went to jail, most states um that's never going to be self-defense, if Wisconsin wants to allow somebody to do that, and shoot two white people, and claim self-defense, that's Wisconsin, they're going to deal with that, because what that means is, the reason why I said that it's not related to us, is because it's not, they shoot us all the time, they don't have to claim self-defense, they don't have to claim nothing, nothing that white people do to each other has, has any effect on what they do to people are like, oh, well if they doing that to them imagine what they gonna do to us, nigga what they already doing to us, what they been doing to us what they gonna keep doing to us, there's always been two sets of laws this this case is crazy because this man shot white people and my thing is, hey, if y'all wanna let this dude do and, and, and shoot these people, flee the state have to be dragged back to stay in trial and claim self-defense, and y'all wanna let him do that, God bless, cause that's chaos cause 
this time it was at a Black Lives Matter rally. The next time it's not gonna be, and next time after that, y'all just somebody just gonna show up. They're gonna start a fight. They're gonna not like what somebody said. They're gonna shoot somebody, and they're gonna claim self defense. And now you got this stupid ass precedent on the books, and you gonna have to deal with it. So if that's what Wisconsin want to do, let them do it. You see, the very next day, somebody drove a car into a Christmas market. Listen, that is white on white crime they have always killed us with impunity, they have always felt like they could do whatever they want to us, sometimes we get justice, sometimes we don't, I don't think that's what that case was about, because I don't think in any other state besides Florida that has that stupid stand your ground law, I don't think in any other case does that guy get off of self-defense with those circumstances, that judge clearly wanted him to be off, the DA clearly wanted him to be off, so he got off, I don't think it's a sweeping uh, indictment of anything, because down in Georgia, um, Ahmaud Arby's case uh, killers, they just got convicted, they going to jail for a long time, as they should have, because in most states of this union you cannot just accost somebody come be aggressive and threaten somebody with a gun and, 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 and shoot them out of the blue for some, for not minding your business or no authority, just declaring yourself, you know I'm the white person, so I'm in charge here, and claim self-defense. You really cannot. Because, again, self-defense means that your life has to be in imminent danger. And if somebody is unarmed, and you accosting them, they jogging down the street, with the, and you and you are accosting them and, and, and assaulting them, they have the right to self-defense. You don't. And that's how that case worked out. So, you know, I just don't, I just don't, I don't see that Kyle Rittenhouse case as this, this sweeping indictment of allies and oh they letting the other white people know I don't really think that's it I don't really think that's it I think if anything it's it shows that self defense is is need, laws might need to be tightened up a little bit and we might need to um rethink what self defense really is and like when it's really proper to use and when it's not because I think most people agree that you should not be able, and there are some self defense laws work differently in, in different states and there are some it's it's a legal defense and you need there are certain um, elements you have to meet and in most places well not most places but in a lot of states self defense doesn't work if you are the initial aggressor so if you are the person that initiated the aggression and you end up dead or you end or somebody else you can't claim self-defense, but it's not like that everywhere, perfect example, Florida Florida has stand your ground law, so Florida, usually when you, when most states, when you use self-defense, it has to be, you're not the initial aggressor, there has to be no retreat they require you to run away first that's why warning shots you might think you're doing something with warning shots, but you're actually hurting yourself because if you fire warning shots that means you got time to get away you are, you had time to do something else, like people with that, Antonia, whatever case, she, um, no, it wasn't, it was some other case, some lady went to, um, jail for shooting her abusive husband, people was like, see, it's self-defense, but that lady had fired six, seven, something warning shots, she should've just shot him, if she'd've just picked that gun out and shot him dead, for charging her, then, then that would've been self-defense, because all you got to do, boom, he charged me, officer, I'm in my home, he charged me, that's self-defense, when you fire warning shots, people gonna be like, well, when the first shot did he charge you, the second shot, so you could've got away, or you could've did something, else. like, you know what I'm saying, like, there's different elements to self-defense, Florida's stand your ground law is crazy, because basically, Florida's saying, you don't have to run away, you, you don't have to run away, if you, there's a way to flee, to get away, to get out of that situation, which is a part of, because cause the thing is, your life has to be in imminent danger, so, the, the, the rationale is, if you can escape, 
if you can walk away, then you're not, you, you should do that, because that means you're not in imminent danger, your back's not against the wall, you can get away, in Florida, they saying no, you can, you, you can get away, and you can turn around, come back, and kill somebody, and we gonna still say it's self-defense, because you got a right to stand your ground, which is crazy, it's not self-defense, if you can leave, leave, the situation is over with, now you're being the aggressor, so Florida allows you to be the aggressor, to come back, to be the one starting shit, and still claim self-defense, that's a crazy law, but again, Florida allows it, most states do not, so the Kyle Rittenhouse, if he had done that in New York, California, Pennsylvania, most states, Massachusetts, probably even Texas, I don't know, Texas might have some crazy self-defense laws as well, who knows, but most times, you cannot be the initial aggressor and and claim self-defense, that eliminates the defense for you, you have to have not been the original aggressor, you have to have tried to flee, or there's no way to flee, such as when you're in your house nobody expects you to run outside your house if somebody breaks into your house, nobody expects you to leave the safety of your home, where you are the safest you get to shoot a motherfucking thing in your house, that's why, that's why somebody comes into your house and you kill them, you're pretty well off, as long as you, you know I watch ID channel all day, I'm telling you, I see these cases, we only hear about the ones where cops are lazy, cops are bad, you know, we keep hearing about people getting exonerated, and the evidence not showing what it shows, listen, that case in Wisconsin, I don't think it has the sweeping effects that y'all think, I think this verdict in Georgia is more along the lines of what would happen, had that happened anywhere else, I think the, 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 um, I never thought he they were going to get off in Georgia, people like, he going to get off, they going to get off, I, I don't really think so, I don't think anybody seeing that, um, them run up on that man, and filming, shooting that, harassing that man with no weapon and no gun, you're not a police officer, I know a lot of people think they are, I know white people think they are always the authority on any scene, but you're really not, and you can't just, you can't, like, I, I don't, these people think that they put themselves in charge, like you some kind of, just like Kyle Rittenhouse did, you're not the militia, okay, I don't know why they think that, so, that Georgia verdict, I'm not shocked at all, it is absolutely what I expected, I never thought they was gonna get off at all, because we all saw it, it's just ridiculous, it's, you know, so, that's what I'm gonna say on that, you know, I, I don't, I don't, that, I, that's not one I got upset about, because number one, he didn't kill black people, and I'm not saying that, you know, those white people's lives didn't matter, but that's something, that, listen, if, Wisconsin will be dealing with the repercussions of that verdict, um, but even that, you know, from, I watched a little bit of it, the prosecutor was terrible, the judge was terrible, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't allowed in, that should have been, that had it been allowed in, he probably would have got convicted, so that was just, that was a setup, they clearly, that judge should have recused himself, and did not, he clearly wanted that boy to get off, and he set it up to make sure he, he would, I don't think it has these sweeping repercussions that y'all think it does, I think it's an anomaly, I don't think it's no, oh, they let, they letting the white people know if you gonna side with us, I, I don't really think so, I don't think that's what it is, I think that 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 was, um, some, a miscarriage of justice that, uh, should not have occurred, um, and would not have occurred anywhere else, um, lastly, but not leastly, um, and this is like, it's coming from a place, but, um, it's coming from, uh, it was triggered by a specific tweet, but it's coming from a, just a general place of annoyance, for me, anyway, and probably for some others, but I'm gonna speak for myself, um, somebody tweeted, um, a TikTok, or whatever, cause y'all love bringing TikTok to Twitter, to Twitter, to Twitter, um, 
what kind of underwear do studs wear on their periods and I just want you fucking dickheads to stop asking stupid ass shit like that y'all ask these dumbass questions like you're trying to be funny or like you're trying to be curious when you really you're not, you're not you're trying to be, you're trying to get popped in your fucking mouth is what you're trying to do, because you're being, um, ignorant, and you're trying us, okay, number one, who gives a fuck, number two, what the fuck, what do you think, what do you think, why does it matter, what, why, what, why is this a question you have, what kind of underwear this stuff, like, why are you worried about that, you're trying to be funny, shut the fuck up, yeah, that's all kind of dumbass questions y'all ask. W- w- how do studs put their pants on? Do y'all use zippers? Like, shut up! You don't fucking worry about busting it up, which which the statistics say y'all don't do. I'm just tired. It's like I, they, y'all ask the dumbest questions. What's it just? What's it like with a strap? What's it like? Yo, why are we on your fucking mind? We live in your mind rent fucking free. Stop asking you stupid questions. What difference do it make? Draws. They got all kind of different draws. D- d- underwear, we grown people, like, we not children, like, who, who ask a grown person, would you go up to a straight woman to ask her what kind of underwear she wears on her pit? no, cause why would you get popped, like, cause you be a weirdo, why are you asking that, like, y'all, like, it's funny, it's not fucking funny, it's fucking stupid, like, cut it out, it, 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 I'm t- it's like, I'm, it's, I'm t- it's like a whole genre of, I guess, comedy, it's dumb, it's mind your fucking business, don't worry about it, that's why you can't please your fucking woman, cause you so busy worrying about the fuck we doing, how we talk, how we whisper, how we hunch, how y'all breathe, how y'all sleep at night, who sleep on the right, who sleep on the left, who get on top, mind your fucking business, what do it matter, why are you so worried about it, keep your eyes on your own fucking paper, that's why your fucking relationships trash now, shit, Y'all got a whole lot of shit to work on. Why are you worried about what over here? Like, what kind of stupid ass shit is that to ask? A grown fuck, you know, who goes a grown ass fucking woman? Yo, so you a stud. Like, what? Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Stupid bitch. Ugh. I just had to say, I hate that. I hate, I hate all these dumb ass questions. I hate it. Mind your fucking, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Why are you worried about what we, what, um, which ones, how do fems do this, and how do you do, how, shut up, what the fuck, I don't get it, I don't understand why y'all are so fascinated, what the fuck we do, worry about yourself, worry about that nigga that's driving around all day in your car, worry about all these kids, worry about what, like, nigga that don't put on lotion, don't wash their asses, what the fuck are y'all, why are we the subject of all these questions and conversations, fuck out of here, what are you talking who asked a grown person that who asked a grown person that like are you dumb what you think oh no well no we just walk around we just let it drip that like we've been women all our fucking lives like shut the y'all are so fucking stupid I'm so tired of it like a motherfucker don't wear a fucking dress and makeup all day and it's just y'all are so shocked and confused y'all just can't process it y'all cannot understand it's like the most alien thing you ever fucking seen cause a girl wears her hair short and and doesn't dress in a traditionally uh, feminine way and it just blows all your gaskets like are y'all fucking retarded y'all fucking slow get a fucking life you fucking loser alright that's all I gotta say, I ain't wanna live in on no negative note like that, but I, I, I felt like I didn't, it wasn't no other way to end it, cause all this other shit would've been negative too anyway, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays um <coughs> sorry, um, coughing on y'all 
um, you know, and yo, enjoy your break, I'm enjoying my break, um, that nap was amazing, that nap was great, um, I see, I'm gonna miss my Peloton, cause it's now I gotta eat, so anyway, um, yeah, and you know, I look forward to the struggle page tomorrow, alright, um, God bless, thanks for coming out, Good night.